Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs Mosul top is a celebration, bitches Naheim If you want me to I'll try to make it right Put it all aside for your love It might make up for time, it's my pride Surprise, surprise But if you're ready, babe Are you ready, baby? Tonight I'm gonna swim in it Dive in it Drown in it You can um you could put that on me. Uh, we are recording right now in Raleigh, North Carolina. The you know what I'm saying I don't know what's the, what's this what's the state motto of North Carolina. I don't know. Or what's it called? Whatever. We're in North Carolina. It's the Tar Heel State. <laughs> Is it the Tar Heel State? I think that's what they call it. Whatever. Well, we're in North Carolina, and um I travel here so we can record the podcast specifically just to you know record the podcast and. I didn't do a great job packing, and um, I forgot some equipment, specifically microphones and mixers and <laughs> things of that nature, so we actually had to take it back to the essence and to the grimy roots that we <laughs> came from. We are now recording on a, a USB microphone, you know what I'm saying? And thank God Chris kept his, because I actually sold my shit on eBay. <laughs> Got my money back. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, we do apologize if the audio is not up to standards. Bear with us, and we hope that you can actually have an easy listening on this one, and it's not too much. So blame it on me. Blame it on me. And, um, yeah, I'll take, I'll take this one on the chin. Players fuck up. Player, mm-hmm. player fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Mazda Talks, a safe place for keeping the player, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Um, so, you hear the audio now, you know the what pretenses of this episode and the following ones that come from. Yeah, we're letting you behind the curtain because we feel like y'all are y'all deserve it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are listeners, y'all sticking fuck with us. us. Sticking with us. And we definitely try to give y'all some compelling entertainment and we don't want to fall off. Like, so... We keeping, you know, it's all about elevation and getting better and better. And it's kind of like I fucked up, so we kind of had to take a side step instead of a mm. step forward. Because we definitely had a lot of things planned for this recording session. And a nigga done fucked up. It's all right, man. You know, we're going to still give you great jokes, great content. Oh, yeah, though. for sure. That's that's so, coming. You know, that's, you already get that off the box. We're going to come with the heat rock. You know what I'm saying? But how you been, Terry, besides? Life is good. Um, Life is good, man. You know, I'm looking better every day, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's a blessing, you know. Sure. Get my mind right in 2020. You know, it's it's still rolling. We about to be in, um, you know, what I'm saying the third month of the year. Mm. So you know, just gearing up, trying to line line everything up so we can continue to succeed. You know, comedy still rolling, getting on that stage more, traveling more. Um, you know, dating still. 
and um, enjoying life, man. Mm. It's good. It's good. It's good, man. You was in New York recently. I mean, how did yes, it go? I was. Uh, New York was a. Did you feel the buzz of the city? I, I felt the vibe of the city, and I actually I, I liked it because um I actually connected with one of my cousins, one of my older cousins, who just so happens to be like a works for a Ralph Lauren corporate. He's he's pretty, you know what I'm saying, heavy in the fashion game. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's done his thing, done well for himself. And I got to actually hang out with him a little bit in New York and he kind of explained to me like how you could just find your vibe. Like anything that you want to find in the city, you could find your mm-hmm. niche. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever you're searching for, you could find there. And I really went there just to I went there to do some comedy that ended up not going as planned, you know, as things do. You know, you see we we how I rock. But um New York, New York trip was fun. I got to see family, and also this might be a partial keep it funky. I realized that most people's families are fucking dysfunctional as a bitch. You know what I'm saying like most people do not come from stable places. Like I had a stable, a stable youth. I was a stable kid. You know what I'm saying I had mother and father. Stable youth. I was a stable youth. I had a mother and father up until I was 15. So like I was blessed in that regard. But like as you get older, and I actually tweeted something about this earlier. As you get older, you kind of see the. The flaws in the old, the elders of your family a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Um, my tweet was like, "It's funny when you get older and you realize that one of your parents doesn't have the best decision making skills." <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe that's kind of where I get some of it from. You know, maybe it's hereditary. But uh, I'm thankful to be here. And New York was fun. Um, got to get my feet on the ground with the Harlem, with the Soho. Was in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Felt safe, you know what I'm saying? You know, like it's kind of like when well, you've been gentrified a lot. It has been gentrified, but I was in um I was in Brownsville. Oh, he was in Brownsville. I was in Brownsville, and um, it like I bought like I I spent summers in New York as a kid, so like it's it's I know how to move around the city, so it's just um, you know, like when you try like I traveled to Atlanta. Side note, I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent, mm-hmm. and like I was really worried about the gay thing in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The first time I went, I was like, yo, this is gonna be. Gay dudes everywhere. Am I gonna get hit on? Yeah. I kind of built it up in my head, and then I got to Atlanta, and it was just like all I saw was women, and I'm like, oh, well, I didn't have to worry about no gay whatever, nigga. So in New York, it's like you you hear so much about yo, this shit's real. You know what I'm saying? This shit be like shit go down, niggas. Nah, nah. And you, you kind of exactly. I, my head was definitely on the swivel. You don't want to get caught lacking nowhere you mm-hmm. go. But it's just like I remembered it. I kind of fell back into that Brooklyn, my Brooklyn vibe, and I'm like, oh. I know how to I know how to be out here. You know what I'm saying? So, so you was on the block. I was on taking the subway dolo. <laughs> I was, you know what I'm saying, walking walking around by myself, you know what I'm saying, just falling back into that New York groove and mm. I enjoyed it. That's good. So I mean you got your your Tims. I didn't have my Tims. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it fitted on? I didn't have no actually had my Nipsey had my LA hat on, so you know what I'm saying? Niggas thought I was from I was like, nah, I'm not from LA. People always ask when I had a hat on. I'm like, no, I just this for Nipsey. That's anytime I had my hat, I said, yo, this for Nipsey. But uh, didn't have my Tims. I was actually very Virginia out there besides the L.A. hat. You know what I'm saying? I kept it very, you know, Terry Mack. I kept it real regular. Okay. Okay. How are you, my brother? How is life going on your side? You know, it's uh, it's going. You know, I'm you know, still working, as uh, my man Dye said. Still got a job. <laughs> still got a job. So, salute to the job for keeping me, giving me a reward every two weeks for <laughs> showing up. <laughs> to give you a little credit, your yeah, little money. Yeah. So, salute to them. Um. You know, I got some things in the works that I'm actually excited about. I'm, you know, I'm working on it right now. I'm going to keep it low. I'm not going to say anything until it's official. But uh, I'm excited about that. I mean, um, I'm mostly excited to, you know, see uh, my lady out. She's uh, she's transitioning into Shout her, out to Mecca. Check out Mecca. Yeah, she's transitioning into another career field. So, mm. so she was doing some mundane job, and now she's decided to go full-time 
and uh, freelancing and you know getting into media and stuff like that. So if you pay attention to her, she's doing media and whatnot. Yes. So ma'am. it's exciting um, when you see someone that essentially quit their job. So you hear these stories all the time, like I quit my job to go follow my dreams. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. She's literally doing that right now. She's living it. Yeah, and it's like you know you see like when people's or backs are against the wall. Mm. You know, they get creative, they get that drive, like, I'm not going to fail. And, you know, you see that, that drive in that person. So she's currently in the uh, CIAA, you know, doing, like, media stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, working events and, you know, uh, meeting people, networking, things like that. Boom. So it's exciting to watch that. So I'm, like, living through her for a look, little bit. Look at the good husband, you yeah. know what I'm saying, shouting out his wife. That's dope. Yeah, but boss, you know, that's crazy. I mean, and that gave me a... Uh, Kicking ass. I kicking my ass, you know, to follow my dreams. And, you know, I'm working on that right now, besides this podcast. Coming like soon. That. Things are on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. That's what Bristol is telling and things like that. So, um, we grinding out here in this household. You know what I'm saying? Talk about you it. Know, the weather's finally, get, finally getting nicer. It didn't, did it snow in North Carolina this year? It did. It snowed actually a week ago. Okay. Was it, like, substantial? Or was no, it, was like, like, a couple? A little, okay. A couple, it didn't snow. It hasn't snowed in Richmond. But you know, in North Carolina, when you when snow is uh, talking about the rumors of snow, the city shut down. Motherfuckers don't know how to act. And you know what? That's the qu- it's now I keep it funky, but it's crazy mm-hmm. because you know they tell you, you always hear the the stories of it's about to snow. You need to go get bread and uh, bread, <laughs> bread and milk. And milk. <laughs> why did why did they get the two most perishable? Things? The most perishable shit they go last year. Power go out. Like you know, power goes out. The bread might hold, but that milk is going. But go it's out. gonna go after a while because it's gonna get moldy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So bread, you know, they tell you why did they tell you that? I don't know. Why did they tell you? Like, but I. Uh, they don't tell you to go get canned food, bread and milk, bread, bread and milk and eggs. Like what? What, what am I do with that? Bread and I don't know why bread and milk. I don't know either because. Uh, we know this is kind of current. You know what I'm saying we know we living in this this uh, corona type vi- coronavirus uh, pandemic possibility. Mm-hmm. And um, I spoke to someone close to me, and they were like, "Yo, do you have thirty days worth of supplies? You can just stay in your crib and eat." And I asked myself a question. I was like, "No." And the first thing they said was, "Yeah, you need to go ahead and get some canned goods. Go ahead and get you some yams and some." <laughs> Get some motherfucking. I'm saying because listen, there's a yeah, variety of canned yeah, goods that could, yeah. so you could mix it up. You don't want to just be eating beans <laughs> if you got to stay in the house for thirty days. You eat beans, you eat beans. <laughs> crazy, cuz <laughs> nigga, eat some, you fuck around eat some beans for thirty days. Fuck, you eat beans for two days, nigga. <laughs> Your shit I'm is sick. So like, you know what I'm saying? Fruits, you can get canned fruits, all type of canned yeah, fruits. I would go canned fruits, you know. That. Canned fruits, green beans, corn. You know what I'm saying? Even meat, tuna, salmon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mackerel. You could you could finesse it, and so yeah, can can goods for sure. But uh, yeah, they talking about like <laughs> fucking this pandemic, like niggas about to be in the house, bro. I mean, it, it could happen. You might have yeah. to bunker down. So it's it like the motherfucker I was talking to, they was like, yo, it might come a point where they be like suspend, like they don't even allow you to come into work. Like if this shit hit and like on some. Obviously, we're not on no black plague level and shit like that. But there have been deaths. There's over two thousand deaths. So yeah. it's like it, if it's, it's it's in America, but it's like if it spreads and then like on some zombie level type That's shit. That's what I think when they're talking about pandemic. Like niggas about to like the streets about to be exactly. Dead. And like, you gotta bunker down. Yeah. You gotta board up the windows and stay in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Don't move. It's not safe to move around. Do you have the supplies it takes for you to actually not starve to death? And you know what? If you listen back to a previous episode of Mother Talks, we talked about surviving a zombie apocalypse. Did we talk about food? Uh, I think we. I don't know if we talked about food, but we talked about strategy. We definitely had our strategies. So our strategies was to 
congregate at one location. I thought we just get tooled up. Like that's all I remember. Like, that I was, was the overlying thing. We go get these guns, <laughs> and then we go and figure out what's next after we get. That's the, the overlying theme of getting tooled up. But one of the steps was we're gonna bunk her up. Yes. So that that can include the food and whatnot. Yes, because so you have to have rations. So and shit. back out, and uh, we probably have given out the game. So I'm gonna check it out again. Myself personally, so I can write these notes down for when the yes. coronavirus Listen, hits. We've talked about these things in the past. All you have to do is reference a Mazel Talk episode. We probably touched on it. So I mean, we go there. We go a lot of places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll go with my keep funk. I think you already did yours, right? No, I still have another one. I have, I have something my, I want us to talk about. Us to, I want us to really rethink some of our old idioms and the words we say. <laughs> Okay, so like, give me some idioms, Chris. I don't wish jail on anyone. <laughs> That's a that is an idiom. Parents I, can raise their kids any way they want. Okay. Um, I can see some holes in those two. Those are holes. Those are glaring holes. I don't wish jail, but see, people say that definitely. I don't wish jail on no one. I do. <laughs> you. <laughs> I, and, I mean, I, and I would wish death on some people too. Do you, so you would wish death and jail on some people. I would wish death if if Adolf Hitler was still alive. I know where you're I going. Wish yeah, death you're right. You gotta, like sometimes it's it's cool to say these things, but if you really look at it, because I feel you like you gotta rethink some of these old black people sayings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know sayings in general, like hey, you know people, you know it's their children; they can raise them any way they want. Technically, yes, but no, you can't raise them as a slave. <laughs> No, no, you shouldn't raise. You can't. You can't raise them in a box like Harry Potter. In a box. In a in a a broom broom closet. closet. You can't raise them like that. That's not how you should raise your children. Mm -mm. Because eventually these these children are going to grow up and become adults, and they're going to be among us. Yes. And if they're among us, I need them to be not have grown up in a closet. (laughs) (laughs) Among us. I say this all the time. Like these people are among us. Like when we think about all the. The creepy, evil people—they are among us. They are walking next to you right now. They could be sitting across from you, listening to this podcast. Craziest shit, you know what I'm saying? The wish to jail on someone—I can't because there's some people that deserve to be in jail for the crimes they committed. And I think it's just like a black thing, like no snitching. There is a circumstance where you you should. (laughs) It's a very sliver of a circumstance. It's a very small circumstance. Like if you're a civilian, it's okay to snitch. Yes, I saw that guy break into that car. No and snitching if you're in the yeah, game. That's what it is. See, if you're in that game, you can't snitch. You yeah. gotta retaliate out in that game. Yes. Like I'm saying, but we're playing the lawful game. Yes. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna I might snitch. I'm now, like, if it's like a regular. It's, it's not even snitching anymore. I'm just gonna tell. Yes. I'm gonna tell what I know. I'm gonna tell what I know. But then, remember, that's a, that's a. We talked about snitching a little bit. We had a whole episode on snitching. But remember, we just said it's okay to snitch sometimes, but then we tell children. Because we're because tr- especially I think that's do white people say that to their kids white listeners we would like to know do you have, were you told as a child to not tattle tell don't go telling everybody don't don't go saying everything you see because it was a real lesson from my father he was like listen we about to do something and you don't need to tell your mom everything <laughs> like I got that and tattle tell them because we kind of breed our children or I was bred and the young black kids like you don't snip you don't tell for no reason mm-hmm. especially because kids they be telling shit. Nobody even asked you. You telling shit. That's. That, I think that's talent. See, so we need to make 
layers of telling. Yes. Tattletelling is just like frivolous. Yeah. Like he didn't give you a Daddy didn't put the toilet paper back yeah. in the bathroom. Why are you snip why are you tattletelling? Yes. Telling everything you know. Yes. Who was in the bathroom last? Daddy was in the bathroom. Why are you telling I was in the bathroom? You could have shut up. You could have kept your mouth shut. Yes. Now that is a problem because people people gossip. Yes. I think that because tattletelling probably leads to gossip. Mm-hmm. If you tattletell as a child, you're probably a gossip now. Mm. I'm saying we don't dabble in the gossip or the tattletelling. But gossiping doesn't lead to snitching, though. Gossip. Gossip is basically snitching. Like, what is gossip is snitching? It's just, but it's 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 acceptable snitching. It's not snitching on criminal Mm. activities. It's snitching on like social activities. I'm thinking snitching in a sense of criminal. Nah, you're snitching in social activities. Like, oh, I saw Chris at the movies, and it wasn't Mecca. He was holding hands with. That's gossip. That's gossiping. That's, gossiping. Not happen. <laughs> that's never. I mean, you right. I laid out a scenario yeah. that is very. That's why I said it because it's the most far fetched. That's gossip. Yes. That's gossip. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I was at the bar last night, and you know who tried to get my number? Terry. Oh. <laughs> no one asked for that. He information. was, and he, and I gave it to him, and he was texting. Why? You, why are you gossiping? Why are you tattletelling? Why are you telling everything you know? Mm-hmm. But um. What was your keep for? What was your keep for? We just need to rethink some of Read it, Yeah, so I, I do agree with that. Because there's holes in these things. You know, one thing our parents say is like, once you get out of my house, you can do anything you want. Technically, that is true. Yeah. But you can't do anything you want. Because you there's repercussions for your actions. I mean... You can't go out... If you Just imagine your parents say, you can do anything you want when you leave 18. No, you can't. You can't go out there and start shooting up the block. No, you can't. You can't technically I think, start robbing because I think you. you I think you're challenging people's common sense with these idiots. Yes, because a lot of these go against common sense. Like it is common sense. Yeah, no, you shouldn't wish jail on nobody. But yeah, some niggas deserve to go to jail. Yes, when you leave my roof, you can do things you couldn't do under my roof. But now nah, you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, like but tattoos, know, nose piercings. Yeah, people, like. people. Uh, sometimes I feel like common sense isn't so common. It's not. So you gotta lay these things out because people are gonna challenge you on those, especially children. If somebody was, if I, I was eighteen, we were both eighteen. Mm-hmm. I was challenging everything my parents said for a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Just to see if I could do it. I was eighteen. Most eighteen year olds, teenagers, are people that we gotta know the ground hurts to know that. Yeah, you gotta fall on your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you feel invincible. So uh, I just, you know. We're gonna get. We're thirty soon. Mm-hmm. Children are gonna. Our conversations about children. Children are gonna come up sooner than later. Yeah, sooner than later. So, I'm putting this into my head now that I have to watch my words. Yeah, you're not just gonna say cliche. Be intentional with my words. You're not just gonna say cliche shit to yes. your children. And just be like, you're gonna. You're gonna have something behind the things you say to yes. them. I could take because they're sponges. They are sponges, and we do absorb bullshit sometimes. Like I was watching. On the radio show that we don't even talk about that much is the Bernie Mac show. I don't know why. It's Solid. A, it's a great show. Solid. Shout out to Unwanda, sexy ass. Man, the older I get, I saw why. Unwanda. Oh, she's she's probably the baddest TV mom. One of the bad. Oh, she's top five for sure. She's above Claire. Flexible. She she definitely is. I can't think of anyone better than her as a TV. Who's mom. the baddest? We gonna have that conversation later. Baddest TV mom. It's Unwanda. It's like Wanda. Like Wanda. I don't. Oh, you know who was bad? Kimberly, not Kimberly, at least. Elise Neal from the Hughleys. Okay. Who? Elise Neal? But she, okay, you're right, you're right. But she, she's not bad at all. She's on it. She's up there. She probably, she might be She got a boot. Um, excuse me. She got a titty job later on and made her a little bit she better. She might be number two. Listen, people sleep on Elise Neal fine ass. Like Aunt Viv. No one's really checking for Aunt Viv like that. No, Both, not really. Neither of them. Either Aunt Viv's. Um, mm, no, you know, uh, 
the mom from um, uh, my wife and kids. She was like past her prime. Gina was yeah. Gina was not really in her prime. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm telling you, Wanda and we gonna make that list pretty soon. But continue. Yeah, yeah. So it, as I was watching the uh, Brady Mac show, like, <laughs> I got on a binge binge hold, binge watching uh, period of it, and um, you start listening, like you start seeing like these are kids are growing mm-hmm. and. Bernie Mac is an old school parent, mm-hmm. so like, like your daddy, like my daddy, like he just says shit because mm-hmm. you're pissing me the fuck off, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or he would like he wouldn't watch his words when you know baby girl was around, mm-hmm. and she would just she would hear it, and he would hear it and say it again, not thinking it's nothing that a child shouldn't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or he would threaten them like I'll bust your lip. And then she would say it out to somebody else. Yeah, go to school and be like, I'll bust you. Or like the threat sometimes is just like, you're just threatening kids because that's not, you know, the only way you well, was I guess raised. I guess what we can see Chris is definitely getting this parenthood thing. No. Uh, you I, mean, I, I have a grandson. I have a, I have a I have nieces and nephews and I have a, a godchild mm-hmm. that are young. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they come I mean, but house. you said yourself, sooner than later, yeah, I mean, I'm children are on. 30. So I could see I'm just listening to you and your con like the things that you're you're oh, saying right. from your consciousness and I can see that you're kind of preparing yourself for that. Yeah, I can't just be talking wild. We gotta rethink some of these. I could cut, and you know what my my um my keep it funky kind of fits into that. Good segue. Uh, unconditional love is for children. <laughs> Once you're grown and you ain't my family or my love, oh, if you ain't my family, my love got hella conditions. Hmm. Like people talk about the word unconditional love, I don't even, I don't even agree with those two words going together. Unconditional. Unco- but like, like we talk about kids, your love as a parent for your child should be unconditional. That's the only love that should be unconditional, no matter whether, you, unless they start going on murder spree. But, but even those are conditions. There, even those are conditions. But that, that's the most unconditional yeah. love that I can think of is the love from a parent to a child should be. Yes. You accept them for their sexual orientation. Even their bad, even their mistakes. Listen, your parents still love you, even though you've made mistakes, Chris. Yes. My parent, my mother, and my father still love me, even though I made mistakes. That's the highest level of conditions of no conditions that love that I can experience. But once I get older, like right now in my life, my love has hella conditions. Yeah. If you don't treat me a certain way, yeah. you're not getting my love. If you do me dirty, you're not getting my love. And I don't care how much I'm infatuated with you, how much I. I, I love how much I love you. I'm putting conditions on my love, and I think this is not an attack against women, but I think that is something that I've heard from women more than anything. Unconditional love, I got unconditional love. And I don't care what they do. No, my my you you hurt me. <laughs> my love is gone. It might still be there, but I'm gonna love you from like another state, yeah, or another household. I'm gonna I'm gonna love you from my house, and you be somewhere else. Those are tough words to say. Unconditionally love someone. That's t- I don't even believe in it. Like I said, a child, a child and parent, a mother, father, father, child. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that I can see as being unconditional or a lot of conditions. I mean, no conditions. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here, dog. People just accepting anything because I love you. Love is not going to blind me, B. <laughs> love is blind. Fuck that show. I mean, not fuck that show, too. I got to watch that show. But um, I try to. It's love ain't blind. Love got conditions. That one girl found out that nigga was fucking niggas, and what she do? Well, <laughs> what she do? She 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 was in her right. Her love had conditions. You can't take dick and be my husband. That wasn't one of her conditions. That wasn't that wasn't uh, end all be all to her. Oh, it wasn't though. I heard I saw that conversation. Yeah, she, it wasn't the end all be all. She just didn't like. Yeah, she didn't like that you didn't say it. She wanted you to be forthcoming with the information. And I understood his side too, but of like 
But see, because he got to be guarded. Because once yeah. you fuck niggas, you're kind of scarred. You're kind of tainted. As a, actually, as a, especially as a man. As a black man, you once can't. you fuck a dude, you can't cross back over. It's I mean, tough. you can because there no, there's no boxes. We're not putting people in boxes. But it's just the social, how we were raised and the things. We, we brand people with things. Yo, if you're gay, you're, some people like will keep you in their mind as gay forever. It's hard for mm-hmm. you to be gay one moment and to be with a woman, mm-hmm. a woman another moment. It's going to be a lot of reconciling we got doing our head over that shit. But I'm going to tell you. He is a uh, during that scene. His I don't want to use the wrong word. Mannerisms. Yes, he was Def- flamboyant. Definitely. He's like that's why I didn't tell you. Yeah. Listen, nigga, think he could grow a beard. It's funny that he grew a beard. Nigga you see the beard. double meaning, yeah. double meaning about the beard. Yeah. A beard is how you cover, your gayness. you cover your gayness. And he grew a beard. Did Stop you see the clips from him on the um, yes, on, on the, the Real Housewives? That boy was like, that boy was gay boy. That boy was flaming. Like and like if you like I watched that episode with Mecca like I didn't watch the rest of the show cause I really didn't care mm-hmm. but like I watched that episode that shit hit Twitter that's why I seen it yeah and when they were like in the rooms and he tried to like talk nasty it just didn't seem like it was a nigga oh there was he was trying to like sexy talk to her yeah he, he wasn't did, doing it it just didn't seem like it was authentically a nigga talking to a woman <laughs> like he was like that's why you call me daddy right and she was like what it was like randomly. They weren't even talking about sex. Listen, uh, and like he had a hat that says "Daddy" on it. I'm like, that's funny. That's corny. He's forcing. She's forcing. He's forcing it straight. He's forcing it like this is. He's a clearly bi, but he even came. He he was being honest later on the show. He said he was bisexual, so he is not completely straight. I understand that. But uh, but all I'm I just use that as an example for the conditions. She loved. She obviously. Well, I guess she fell in love with him on TV. But when she found that out about him, it was a condition that she could not continue, that she had more questions about. She's yes. like, well, I'm, I'm mad that you didn't disclose this to me. I wanted to, and women, I hear this from women so much. They'd be like, be honest with me so I can make a decision on my own. So I, have, so I have all the information to make a decision. If you withhold things from them, they feel like you're taking away their choice in some sure. way. They're like, well, you didn't tell me that, so I wasn't working with all the information, and I can't make the best choice that I would make because you're not telling me the you truth. You know what? I'm kind of... As you say it, I'm not liking that excuse now. Oh, it's, bu- it's not bullshit, because, but it's... Because you know why? You know why Chick-fil-A thrives? Why? They don't give you a lot of choices. They give you four or five option menus, yeah. menu options, and you have to choose. If I give you all they the They only options, make two things. And grilled chicken and regular chicken. <laughs> and they make the chicken small and, and a salad with chicken yes. on it. Yes. That's and it. Waffle and fries. waffle and fries. They now it t- it took them what forty years to add mac and cheese. Yep, bro. You know, too many options is overloading you. But see, and I'll speak back to the point about women saying they want you to be honest with them. I, I've been called bullshit on that. Just tell they 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 do that because they want you to show them your cards mm-hmm. so that they have an advantage. Don't nobody. Sh- if we're playing a game, we're not we're not playing a game. But if we're playing a game and I show you my hand, you have an advantage over me. Yes. They want you to tell everything mm-hmm. so that they have the upper hand, mm. and it's, it's it's not it's not a bad tactic because it's a tactic that works. Mm-hmm. You can you I, your your likelihood of coming ahead goes up goes up when you when you when you cheat. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I mean when you have all the information. Yes. So I mean, uh, I just I just know for me speaking about love, since like I, I uh, I've, I've been in love and I plan to be in love again. I just know that my love does have conditions, and I'm not just taking any kind of love just because. Well, you shouldn't, King. Thank you, sir. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm, I'm coming to the my, my, my knowledge itself is rising, and I know what I deserve and what and what I would tolerate. I mean, women do it all the time, saying they try to big each other up, say you know your worth, you know. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's funny. I feel like 
Man, we don't have that conversation about knowing our worth because we come out the womb knowing our worth. Taking care of ourselves. Yes. Like, we know... Not all men. Some people have... Some people are depressed. I mean, the average man, like, we... uh, Well, I've dealt with self-esteem issues. Like, not feeling... I mean, like, like, in a sense of, like, we know, like, because we we have cousins and things like that. We've had to, like, defend ourselves... Yeah. For a lot of times, and we know. I feel like early we know that, like, look, I ain't standing for no bullshit. You can't, yeah, or you're weak. Because as a man, you're exactly, or you're weak. You're you know, weak. we have this, uh, this, this. I don't know the word of machismo right or yeah, like yeah. macho. It's thrown on us early. Like, yeah, if you're not yeah, a man, unless you're strong, yeah, you're strong, and you def- you defend your ground and things like that. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, don't in, back in that down. sense. You know, early on, we know what we will stand for and what we not stand yeah, for. Or you're gonna be a bitch. Yeah, and especially we don't want to look like a bitch in front of women. Oh, and, for sure, no. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm a. I know that you know, for the most part, you know, there's nuances of what I will and will not take. Mm-hmm. But I know that if a shorty is blowing the fuck out of me all bucks on the first date, I'm not calling her again. Sayonara, sucker. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's different for women. Like they'll give you a lot of chances to prove yourself, and men. We gonna take them chances. Yeah, we don't take. For the them. most times, for most times, most men like. Most of course, men. there's exceptions, and yeah. we know men that that, that that double back, triple back, quadruple back, and give yeah. people lots of chances. But the stereotype and like how I rock, I'm not, I'm not here for like just letting you cross me a lot of times, you know. No. Like Oprah said, the great, well, not the great. I don't know. Oprah's image has kind of been under attack recently. But when people show you, I think no, Maya Angelou said it. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. I think my, I think I'll Oprah give got you from Maya. Yeah, I, I'll give people two chances. <laughs> yeah, because players fuck up. Players fuck up. Players fuck up. But that second chance, that's in you. That's it. That's in you. Like that's that's a part of your DNA. Like, and I, it's sad seeing sometimes. Like, and I don't understand it. When you see things of like women letting men like fuck them over multiple times, especially keep when you, coming back for more, especially when you don't have kids or you're not married. That's, I tell you, it's that love shit. They that love, love is a drug, and they want, and they need that fix, that affection, and that care, and that attention. It's it's addictive. When you get it, you want to have it all the time. I want I want to know that someone's there for me, whether they're there for, and sometimes they don't even got to be there for me 100 percent of the time. I'm speaking for the the person that keeps allowing somebody to fuck them over. Yeah. They can just be there for you. 12% of the time You're like damn At least I got 12% You know what I'm saying I don't know Self-worth It really comes down to self-worth And as long as you know that Guess what You're a complete person yourself You don't need someone else To make you whole mm-hmm. You are already complete Especially when you're not Yeah you're not, and Your bonds and your ties Something is not that deep It's easy Snip snip ho What's the song It ain't nothing that got that bitch I'm, I'm happy for his success Coming back Yeah The way he did with that Renegade joint Because he was talented And he um I think his record deal got fucked up. Like the, the record company was fucked up. But unconditional love, my love has conditions. Ho. Mm. Do you give out your conditions all bucks? Um, I'm working on my communication, but um, I definitely nip things in the bud when I see them. Like, mm. but it's like I'm still learning. Like I'm still learning myself, so I'm still learning. Like maybe I'm irrational about some things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like maybe some of the things I'm not accepting of is just like doesn't make any sense. Like yo, Terry, you can clearly accept someone like. Texting you all day. I mean, like just little shit. Like, yo, it's fine if someone wants. So I have a problem accepting help. Okay. So like, Terry, you're being irrational. You sh- you should accept help. You sh- you, sure. you don't have to do everything on your own. Sure. You know what I'm saying? That's that's an irrational thing that I that I think. Oh, I I can do everything by my- no. I can't do everything by myself. Mm. Everyone needs help. 
know, be a including me. One day what? And we just like decide to just open up. I do, I do it a little bit, yeah, but like I'm scared. Like, exactly. That's why it'd be fire if we both decide just to like open Chris, up. Chris, I got some secrets. <laughs> we all have demons. You know what I'm saying? I've done some embar- I've done some things that I'll go to grave with, bro. Like I'll never tell nobody. You know, what if you got a Oh, we can. You know, what we could do right. We could get like a voice changer microphone, so they don't know who's talking, <laughs> and then they can like guess who's yeah. who, who's talking about what. Do we have therapist friends. If we got therapist, somebody's in. Nah, I don't think we have any therapist friends. We got lawyer friends. Yeah. We got. We need to find a therapist. To doctor friends. That is in that field, but he's not a therapist. He's not. He's not a therapist. So we should, we should find a therapist. And I would not want Dot to give me therapy. Dot was your therapist. <laughs> all his, him. all his people would come out to join with fucking crew cuts and motherfucking <laughs> combat boots. Like, huh? You don't know what to do? Put these boots on. We're gonna go take pictures on this mountain. That's <laughs> <laughs> solution to everyone's problem would be: let's go take pictures. <laughs> let's get this. Let's climb this or, mountain. Or give you some henny. Or give you henny. That's it. He'd be like, I got. To, I'm gonna write a prescription for you for the fifth of Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> and to go to uh, Lake Minnetonka for photos. Oh shit! Boy, yeah, we should do that. We should get a therapist on here one day. That'd be fire. Yes, we. I mean, I'm definitely about it. I'm. De- I'm definitely about it because you know, I'm, you know, you know, my my mission to cry. You know, I'm on a crying mission. Yeah, you're trying to open up. That's the only person I know that you want to willingly cry. I'm trying to, bro. I, just, I feel like, look, like honestly, I feel like there's a block, <laughs> and I need to like remove it. Like I feel like my my my, my part of my soul, one of my yeah, chakras. Yeah, you One of my shoppers. They don't get to me like that. Like even the Malcolm X shit, it kind of got me. Kobe, Kobe was most recent, but that wasn't a movie. That was real life shit. But um, Malcolm X shit almost got to me a little bit watching how they shot him. Um, I told you the closest I ever cried in a movie was Ray when the little nigga drowning. I think I shared like a thug tear. Like I think I shared the Denzel Washington tear uh, when I watched When They See Us. See, I can't watch it like no. The last, literally, last ep- the last episode where my man was in his uh, cell by himself, and everybody. I think this is the scene that everybody got, got everybody on it. Mm-hmm. Like he was just going through it, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, I can't remember his name, but it's a. Uh, it was the guy that he's. Was it Corey? Like, yeah, Corey. Corey Wise. Yeah, like he was just going through it. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah. He, one, you know, he don't deserve it. Two, you know, he wasn't even. He wasn't even there mm-hmm. at the situation that happened. Regardless, he was just showing love to his man. So he ended up in jail. Yeah, and I like that was like, and he was like in the in the hole. Yeah, the hole. Just mm-hmm. going crazy, just going through it. Like that made me hit like a thug. That's man. why he went on them acting jumps. Yeah, but um, when they see us, I can't even. I can't, I like that's why I maybe at the block because I I can't watch it like that. I had to stop watching the R. Kelly shit because that shit was getting to me. Yeah. I watched like the ten minutes of the first one, and I was like, "No, I can't do it." And I was, you know, if I smoke a little weed, I get a little emotional. Um, I was smoking and, and tried to put on the fucking R. Kelly show. I was like, "I got, I can't watch this shit. This no, is this too deep. It's too deep." Yeah. I haven't even watched none of that COVID shit, bro. Like, I just, I, it's just, I can't. Bro, that show almost got me on the bus, bro. I was like, "What the fuck?" I couldn't even watch this shit, bro. Like, I even want, like, I wanted to watch the highlights. I couldn't even watch the highlights. No, bro. Like, I wanted to. Mute Kobe's name just for, on the timeline, just for like a couple of days, just to give me peace. And how this is how I cope with things, you know what I'm saying? I can't be around it all the time, I need to be able to internalize it myself. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that shit is heartbreaking, man. Fuck it's it. everywhere. I can't really, I can't internalize it. I'm about to cry right now. That shit's fucking so heartbreaking. Just be going there. Yeah, so going there. if you want to cry, coming soon. 
Mazel Talks therapy sessions. Yeah, if you guys, you guys don't even know any therapists that want to get on an episode. I'm not ready for that. Fuck that shit. I'm going to die with this toxicity. Who said you can't be toxic and still go to therapy? <laughs> the therapist will probably tell you. <laughs> you can't, you can't, uh, you can't no, tell you. <laughs> they, just, they just help you acknowledge your toxic ways. Now, once you know your, it's like, you know, the conversation, do you know your toxic trait? Maybe the therapist just helps you know your toxic trait. Okay. And you can decide whether or not I, to go forward with I it. I loved my tweet on my toxic trait. I said, I don't, I'm not trying to find out my toxic trait. That's somebody else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> I doubled down on the toxicity. That's, that's somebody else's problem. That ain't my problem. Because <laughs> that's you. That's me. I get that. You know? But, but I can see how your toxic trait can hold you back as a human. So, I'm down, Chris. I'm, I'm with it. Well, we want to schedule it. Put us in conversation with I'm with it. I mean, um, <sighs> it's good. To, it's good to be potting again. Yeah, man, it's nice. We're gonna we're gonna try to keep these breaks shorter. You know, I know we took a week off, but at least it wasn't like last time when we took like three or four weeks off. Yeah, you know, niggas live in different states and shit, and you know, uh, one of our mans, you know, dies getting married and shit. So you know, and he's in the military, and he uh, we got he, schedules. He works hard. He works hard. He might try to call him up later on and see if he could give us a word. So uh, we'll be right back and uh, give you the sweet tunes of Tyler the Creator. We'll be right back. Yo, who that boy? Who him is? Him that nigga? I swear, stand out guy. Him don't need no chair. Well, what a fuck him at? Cause nigga, I'm right here. I don't shop at the mall. All y'all just dumb motherfucker. I'm a goddamn artist. You can give me some mop, cause then I draw you a closet, and you know that it's golf bitch gonna make the deposit. Nigga fresh to death, like he got dressed in a coffin. Cons overalls and a striped shirt. The boy drips swag like a broken faucet. It's running, nigga. I'm running. Shit, that cherry be the bomb, like he ran in Boston. Won't stop till the cops around him. One nigga jiggy and the other awesome with his fucking face blown off. That's how they found him. This young chase. Who that boy? Who him is? Who that boy? Who him is? Nigga, who that boy? This is the conversation segment of the podcast, and we have a, I think we have a good one today. I actually came up with this one, and it was a question that I kind of asked myself when just, you know, I'd be on the internet, I'd be social media, I'd be on CNN and shit, I'd be on, I'd be on, I'd be on websites, I surf, but um, I had a question like, I feel like the internet has fucked up shit. And the internet has helped us. It gives us more information. It gives it connects us. It, it gives us forums to talk about things and issues and learning information. Amazing. But I also think the internet has fucked up some things and the things that excuse me things that the internet could only fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I think the internet has fucked up some markets. You know what I'm saying? Some some things that that were working just fine and were and had a good flow and a status quo to it. The internet has fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's fucked up the way people make money in these markets, and it's fucked up the way that these markets, the value of these things mm-hmm. in the real world. Mm-hmm. The internet has either increased things that I think are bullshit, mm-hmm. or they've decreased the value of things that I think sure. have real world value. Just because on the internet, it kind of the, the market has got fucked up. So the first thing you think about, obviously, the sneaker game. Mm-hmm. That's like the first thing I think about. Oh. The internet and hype beasting and hyping and reselling, it has really fucked up the ability for people who actually were enthusiasts before the hype to actually get access to, to these to these art pieces and to these sneakers. You know what I'm saying? The internet fucked it up. 
Sure. We see how the resale game is. We see yeah, the, yeah. we see how the blogs profit and how these fucking the suburban white kids are fucking supreme down and think that they're the shit just because they fucking got this. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The internet fucked that up. Yeah. I don't blame because before that, you know what I'm saying? Niggas, the, the people that from the communities that, that dictate what's fly, they was doing it fine and mm-hmm. living good and be, having access to the shit. Now the access is limited. And the market is fucked up. And shit is, the prices of shit is so stupidly expensive for no fucking reason. Yeah, high beast culture really affected the way, you know, uh, the... the Not just sneakers, but clothes and yeah, no, fashion. I think the high beast culture, because of the internet, affected the, the, the price of cool. Mm-hmm. The price went so high for no reason. Like, you know, to be cool is nothing but, you know... Uh, how much you pay for your your phone? Mm-hmm. You can find out what's cool, and you can 15. get that for nothing. You don't have to be in a culture to know what's cool. Exactly, and cool. It, and you said cool. I'm happy you said cool because cool isn't a commodity that you can really buy. Cool is kind of in you. Yeah, like it's something that you like innately learn, or you watch and you observe and you adapt yourself. But these motherfuckers is trying to buy it. They fucked up the market. Like mm-hmm. something that organically comes from you, just being who you are. It has been commoditized. You know what? And as, and it, and as you point that about uh, being who you are, it's harder to... Well, you know, no, actually, it's easier to see somebody who isn't cool, but you just bought all the brands. Especially mm-hmm. with Instagram. Mm-hmm. You might take all the photos and whatnot, but, like, I can I can look at somebody yeah. in your photo like, look, that's not you, bro. That's not you. Like, you just got the brand. You put on the costume. Yeah, like, you're not fly, for real. <laughs> you're not for real fly, because you didn't make none of those decisions. Yeah. All those decisions were made for you by the market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As a po- but like I will say this though, it's it fucked it up, but it also makes it to where everyone it's like a whole sea of things and it's all the same. But if you are actually cool and original, you still will stand out. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Because you're because you're gonna exactly you're gonna stand out in the sea of all the same shit. Everyone, Supreme Balenciaga, fucking mm. you know what I'm saying? You know, you're gonna stand out because you have your originality and you're cool. Yeah, the real always floats to the top. I hope so, but the fake is so strong these days. The fake is an army. It, they are very tough, man. Listen, it's, it's the fake is an army. Mm-hmm. Because and then then um, what was I think you were talking about the you know you were talking about click now. So another market <laughs> I think that got fucked up is the prostitution game. Yes, his pimping and his hoeing got fucked up by the internet mm-hmm. because these hoes out on their own and they not managing themselves properly, <laughs> and they done fucked up the market of pussy. They done fucked well, up this market, sex game. Well, pussy is always gonna be a high commodity, but no, it's price. always gonna be a high commodity. Yeah. But the price is fucked up because these hoes out here mismanaging this shit. Yeah, I agree that the price. The and price, niggas, price has been diluted. And these niggas out here overpaying and setting the price higher than it really is. Pussy don't cost the price that these niggas is paying for it, but they simp these simping ass niggas. Listen, we understand that not everyone has the um the charm or the grace that everyone has. That's where I was going. That's where I was about to go. Yeah, because listen, not everyone listen. The actual I gift of gab has been fucked up with the internet. The mo- so it, so we can we can we can hold put a pin in the prostitution for a second and mm-hmm. go over to what you're talking about. Um, you're right because the interaction between man and woman is. On a keyboard, mm-hmm. it's less or a swipe or a swipe. So that's why that's why you're seeing all these corny ass text messages of dudes saying fuck shit to girls mm-hmm. in threads of like send me all your DMs, show me your craziest DMs. Cause you know why? 
the pussy game, the pussy market is fucked up, mm-hmm. and the sex, the sex game is fucked up. Yeah, because we got these dudes that are just emboldened on the internet because they can hide their face. Mm-hmm. They don't gotta really be themselves. They don't gotta listen. You step to a woman to say that fuck shit you said in her DM. You ain't gonna do it because you a bitch. You getting stolen. You getting stolen and you getting a drink thrown on you. And don't let her brother or her cousins or somebody be around her. Because mm-hmm. it's gonna be a problem, a real life problem. Mm-hmm. But guess what? On the internet, ain't no repercussions. Mm-hmm. Except maybe you get posted and guess what? That's not even your real profile. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So the internet is just. I understand. We. I've said. I feel like I've said this before on a podcast. The internet was a place where people could go to not have to be themselves. That's what it's for. No one, you you can be whatever you want on the internet, and that's kind of the beauty of it. But when that starts to leak over into the real world and your real world interactions with people outside of that digital space, that's when it's fucked the game up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But it's on a level. The internet is more real. Not more real, but the internet is real as well. Like, it's not the real world. It's not human to human contact, but it's still a form of contact. You feel mm-hmm. me? So it's like that validity fucks with my head. It's like, damn, this is actual real. This these interactions are really going on. Yeah. This is not fake. Yeah. This is not fabricated. Yeah. It's just it's just so surface and so of the world and so bullshit that it's like, why that shit is bleeding over into the the real world where not the real world, but the world that is not fucked up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It bleeds over into the purity of life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean just in- there's kids. I remember just listening to my cousins and my father of how to talk to women. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's kids, and this could, this might be parenting or whatnot, but there's kids that it might not be a little bit of both. But there's kids out here that just don't know how to talk to women. The only way they know how to talk to women is through the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And then one, it uh, it, from my eyes, it it it. It ruins that ability to uh, really feel rejection, mm-hmm. and when we don't know how to be rejected without that f- emotional feeling, one it it uh, it'll keep you. It's, it's a life lesson that you should learn. You have to learn in general, just dealing with life because you will get rejected. Listen, even with a job or with you know women, women. or men or just. You know, going to the niggas market. get rejected every, every day, day, day. But you be, if you don't feel that emotional connection, you will you won't learn how to handle it. Yes. Right? Because I'll say this: I've gotten face to face rejection from a woman. Me too. In college, Me and too. I remember that, and I didn't handle it right that one time. There was one time where it happened to me, and I didn't handle it right. I lashed out. I did that. Well, fuck you. In. I didn't do the fuck you anyway, mm-hmm. bitch. You ain't that. Look, I didn't do that. I did. Um, I just started snapping on. Like I was like, I think I said fuck you something. I didn't say fuck them, but I said fuck something. I was like, well, man, fuck. Something and then um and I realized that that shit was corny because mm-hmm. I got that real live feedback and I was like damn this did not that's not how I want to carry myself I don't want to get rejected and then get angry yeah I want to take my rejection with grace yes the internet makes people they don't got to take their rejection with grace yes they take their reje- they, they 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 act like it wasn't rejection they'll spin they'll spin it in another way and be like no that ain't even what happened no nigga yeah. you got rejected yeah <laughs> you slid and you weren't safe or you just delete the thread and out your life. I delete that tweet because I I go on threads sometimes and I go back and try to see the tweet and oh, the tweet deleted. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And ain't nobody screenshot it because we're normal humans. Yeah. So nobody has time to do that. So I uh, yeah that that is one part that I think that's really fucked up the game of of life. The game of, of, reje- of rejection. But see, life gonna fuck you up, and if you don't know how to cope with it, yeah, healthy healthy, healthy cope with ways, it. Not, yeah. Yeah. You gotta fall down to know that it hurts. So if you don't feel like the internet are, fucked up the life learn, market, yeah. <laughs> people learn. Uh, through positive and negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. If you feel like feel that something hurts, 
you're less likely to do don't it. Don't touch the stove. It's hot. Yeah. You burn yourself. You be like, oh, I ain't gonna touch that shit no more. I, so but if you, you virtually touch the stove, you don't burn yourself. Yeah, bro. It's not even a real burn. Mm. But um, I wanted to go back I to think, this. Uh, uh, go back to prostitution. I want to go back to pimping and hoeing. I mean, I just in general, I mean, with the so there's I feel two ways about pimping and hoeing on the internet, right? So I do like that women are emboldened to take uh take back the night. <laughs> it's not even night, it's 24/7. Yeah. So t- with the you know with the invention of OnlyFans and private Snapchats and things like that. I'm cool with you being an entrepreneur in the sense of you're getting straight to the source. You're taking the money immediately instead of having a nigga take the money for you mm-hmm. and tell you what to do with that, right? Yes. You're more in control. Yes. I'm okay with that. Um you don't have to say, oh, maybe you're just okay with it. No, no, I'm thinking of what I'm about to say, which is... But in the sense of with this OnlyFans shit, and we were talking about this off can't, off the mic. I ain't paying for the goddamn pictures. Yes. Not everybody is built to be an OnlyFans or a porn star. Because that's a life that you need to be w- willing to dive into. Like, you need a business page and you need a private and a personal page. Mm-hmm. Terry's telling me about... He ended up on some girl's page with OnlyFans, and then the next post below that was her and her five kids. I don't need to know you have faces. Kids. Faces of her five kids. Yes. Like one one video she's bent over talking about, watch me take this dick, and in one post below that it is a, her talking about, I love being a mother of five. If, Listen, there should be a separation yes. of church and state. Yes. There should be a separation. That's where I got fucked up. Like, I don't want to know your personality. And, I don't need to know your personal life if I'm already if I'm beating my dick to you. And I think that's kind of, and, I, and I'm speaking for the children here yeah, yeah. because we know people make make we know people have families that work in the sex industry. I understand that people have kids, and you how you hustle is how you hustle. But separate it. Let's not post your kids one one picture below your pussy, even though they came out of your pussy. Yeah. I think there should be. I'm drawing that line for me. I'm drawing that line. As a matter of fact, and I've been wanting to say this on this podcast recently. This is a little side note that I'm gonna say. If you want to know what's right or wrong in the world, ask me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to move. <laughs> Okay. If you want to know what to do sure. in any situation, mm-hmm. ask me. You got the co- you and got I the fucking know. I will tell you what to do. Even if you've never been there. I will tell you what you should do. I mean, that's the code, right? The code. Listen, and, and, and maybe I'm speaking, maybe it's my ego's talking. Because I feel, because obviously I've made my mistakes, but I can look back and I understand where my mistakes were made. Yeah. And I think that sometimes you need an outside perspective on your, on your, so matter of fact, give out the, give out the email right now, Chris. What's the, what's the, talks pod at gmail.com. If you want to know what you want, should do in any situation in life, how crazy or how mundane or how easy it is, ask me. Or you I, send questions to, to Twitter. Yeah, or we'll t- respond to you. At Mazel Talks, ask us questions. I will tell you exactly what you should do because y'all motherfuckers are making the wrong choices out here. If you say, hey, um, I'm about to start my OnlyFans, and you know what I'm going to say? And she's like, yeah, but it's the same page that where I have my kids on. I'll be like, make another page. Then follow all the Because, listen, we forget... See, and we're going to another tangent. It's okay. We're going to tangents all day. This, this, this shit might be called tangent. You're trying to understand that people are taking back the taking back everything, right? You're taking you're taking strength into your profession, like sex workers and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Get your money, but you got to remember, sex in the sex industry has been a taboo thing for centuries, and, right? So you got to yep. know your audience. You got to know you. the general. Audience. I'm happy you took it there because we talked about this off mic. It's underground for a reason. Yes. Like, obviously, we don't want people to be sex trafficked and, and to be manipulated. under. But the reason why 
the, the, these activities, especially sexually related activities, or have been relegated to secrecy is because most time people that do it, they want, they're paying for your secrecy. Yes. They're paying for your silence. They're paying for whatever we're doing stays between me and you. Yes. That is what you're buying more than what you're than the experience. I'm buying your confidentiality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when people go, when people, especially the internet people now, they want to share everything. They want to tell everything that they did. Mm-hmm. I was here with this person and I did this with that. It's fucking up the game. Mm-hmm. It's fucking up the, na- the it's fucking up the privacy that most people want. Now we're not talking about doing any illicit evil things. We're talking about hey, if I want to go to a strip club and get a lap dance, I don't want my face next to the stripper's ass posted online. Unless I post. It. Unless I post it, I want to do that at my leisure. And I think that people overshare already. Yes, people overshare already. But like, I think that that industry works best when it is not put on front street. Yes. Because most times, let's just be honest, most times people that do those things, they have things to lose. Whether it be a marriage or a relationship or a career. They're doing these things because they need to get this outlet off, but they don't want they don't want it to tarnish their reputation. I Listen, I gotta bust a nut, Chris, or I will go crazy. That's look most, me in the eyes. I mean, I should don't look me yeah. in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> pause. 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 I'm just saying, I have, hey, se- I have sexual desires, Chris. And when these desires are not reached, I become irritable, mm-hmm. angry, and unhappy. Mm-hmm. Guess when I'm happy? When my sexual desires are reached. Yes. If I want to put my hand, okay. put my head on a nice soft butt cheek, and when I do that, a nice supple, smooth butt cheek and massage it, that makes me feel good. I'm happy. If I don't get that outlet off, I go crazy. So that's why we have sex workers because. People have the desires that they need to get off. Yes, it it can. It's healthy for your life. It's healthy for your life to get these off of you, yes. no matter what religion might say. Yes, because you know I'm a spiritual man, but I understand that people. Listen, the pastors is the nastiest motherfuckers on earth. Yeah, pastors Whoa. be dropping dick off in prostitutes all over the world. Come on now, speak now. Dropping dick in every country they travel to Come to on minister. Now. But I'm not trying to. I'm not casting no stones. I'm just saying I understand the nature of humans, and we need. To get the, we need to express ourselves in a sexual way. Mm-hmm. So, and the sex industry allows us to do it in sure. a way that is beneficial for me, yeah. beneficial for you, yeah. beneficial for them. So it is symbiotic. But the internet has made it to where it's tainted. Prices, the prices are exorbitantly high or, or stupid. These 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 people are giving horrible content out oh, for, that that no that no person should pay there that amount is. of money for. Yeah. Bitch, you can't even dance. I'm not yes. paying for your subscription when you can't hold no rhythm. There it is, there it is. That's what we're getting to. There it is. And the market is fucked up because of the internet and I needed to you autocorrect. Remember, you remember the good days when Porn stars were held at such a high standard. Yeah, everybody wanted like, to fuck you, them. You, like, cause they were good at their job. They they knew how to. What? Listen. Shout out to Roxy Reynolds. Mm, that's my baby. Shout out to Beauty Dior. Shout out to Melrose Fox. Shout out to um. Shout out to the OG Pinky, even though she. Eh. Pinky, she's the OG. Pinky, she's the OG. She's the OG, but she never was high on my list. I just said she's the OG. Shout out to Cheyenne Jacobs. Shout out to. Chris, you can say some names too. Let me let me think about who else I like. Um, uh, I mean, I was a, I was a, I hate using this word stand, but Roxy Reynolds. Roxy, I like the way that she uh she performed. Shout out to Cherokee the ass. Cherokee the ass. She wasn't the best performer in my eyes, but she her body was amazing. Yes. But uh, these women, like obviously they 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 were like stars to us. They were stars because they they had a craft. They crafted themselves and they put in the work. Yes. 
Shout, even I'm gonna say this name, even though we don't give it. Shout to Sarah J, because she had, she had a, like a Alexis, she, Texas too. I'm not a fan of. She don't fuck black black dudes, but um, <laughs> she don't fuck black dudes. I gotta, she don't. But um, I'll say Sarah J because, and actually, this is a philosophical quote she said because she said she wanted to be a porn star, right? And she started, um, she did her first scene, and she was she wanted to get good. So she, you know, what she did. She sucked dick. You know, what she kept doing. She kept sucking it until mm, she became she great. Down. No, she didn't watch film. She just kept sucking dick. Oh, okay. Till she became excellent at sucking dick. She sucked every dick they put in front of her. She sucked it to oh. become great. Mm-hmm. She said, so basically she was saying she put in the work it mm-hmm. took to be who she became. And that's okay. So you see with full circle? Yep. The OnlyFans. They not putting in the work. We're, we're here. For, exactly. You're not putting in the work. We're here for you getting money, baby. But you got to put the work in. <laughs> you're not. You're not. <laughs> porn stars are porn stars because they, put, they the put the work in. You know what I'm saying? They did the man hours. <laughs> The they woman put, hours. They say you gotta put a t- hundred thousand hours in your craft to be great. Ten thousand, ten thousand. They put them ten thousand. Y'all hoes ain't putting in ten thousand hours. Y'all, y'all doing this shit part time and thinking the niggas gonna get. Listen, some of y'all are gorgeous, but you ain't getting my money because you ain't putting in the work. Yeah, I don't see it. But that's just one more. I didn't want to stick too long on the prostitution market, but it's just like I just saw how the internet has just tainted and diluted things in a negative way, and I just wanted to call it out and talk about it a little bit. I got another market that's been fucked up. As we uh, we were talking about this off mic, we talk a lot of shit off mic that we should be recording. Yeah, but journalism has been mm-hmm. fucked up since the internet. Oh, fuck the fuck up, dog! Because there's no integrity anymore. Because you want to zero create, integrity. You want to create that clickbaitness. Zero to get integrity. To, to, the article might be even good, but you need people to get to your article. So right? you're saying salacious, so you're saying salacious things, crazy reporting shit, on lies, things, you know what I'm saying? fabrications, or you're, you're putting half truths out in your titles. Yeah, the internet, it's ruined journalism because none of it is... First of all, I believe nothing I see on the internet ever. How can we trust you? When we saw Kobe passed, mm-hmm. I didn't believe it Yeah. until until I saw TMZ. And the internet TMZ killed multiple people that, that were not dead. They killed Rick Fox. Rick Fox wasn't even on the fucking plane. I mean, Where did they get Rick Fox from? They just fucking... The internet! Fucking liars. Fucking people that want to be first. Fucking people that want attention. And I also I always think of the gossip shit. So you talking about that shit, but it's also... I think about... These people, like in high school, who were these people? These people that create these blogs and these mm-hmm. lies and these clickbait things and salacious lies about people to 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 make they money. Were usually, people. That who were these people in high school? They usually weren't people that had a lot of friends. They didn't. So they and, and, and it's not because and, and I wouldn't put it on like the hierarchy of high school, whatever the fuck that was. I would just put it on they were not the most. Open people, people mm-hmm. like they didn't. They they never wanted to be vulnerable, but they wanted to talk about the shit that other people were doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They never wanted to know. No one knew nothing about them, but they knew everything about everybody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're paying more attention to other people than they paying to themselves. That's the type of people I think that these blogs and gossip shits are. Especially all these fucking fake ass lying ass journalists and people to just hide behind eggs and just say shit. And you know what I'm saying? That's who those people are. Those people were never never comfortable being themselves ever. Yeah. So the only place that they might feel a little bit safe is behind a keyboard. Behind a fucking keyboard. And listen, I want to see. I want. I'm. The things that I'm saying now on the microphone, I would. I stand. I stand in front of people. My dream is to stand in front of people and say these things, mm-hmm. and to say the things from my mind. And hopefully, it's humorous and they laugh and they enjoy themselves. I want people to have a good time. But journalism is fucked up, dog. Chris, you hit. That was a good one. Yeah, bro. Like dude, dude, that shit ain't ain't nothing true. Even the news news. It's fucked up because of the internet. And now... Because they're competing with the internet. Yes. And now, regular people 
who don't have the skills and didn't put like in didn't fair, put in the fucking work put in, put in the work they want to be journalists they want to comment on another person's page and write a whole di- dissertation yes or fucking t- first of all most of y'all motherfuckers are stupid let's start there that's what and, and intelligence is another thing that I wanted to talk about but like that part these motherfuckers writing all these tweets Chris, you you call them out all the time. Like no, not, like no, like these motherfuckers be thinking they saying the most intelligent shit in the world, and they be it. full of shit. It's not it. It's full of like, shit. Like you're not like you are. You went like I respect journalists who have one put in the work. They wrote and put them ten thousand hours in writing articles, and and it don't got to be formal education. Yeah, yeah, it could be you it. actually just starting writing about like things writing. that you researched. Yes. Things that you actually have the knowledge research, about. The research, the knowledge, the 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 how you write things. Like I take that into account, <laughs> even if I not might not uh, believe in some of your opinions or whatnot. I know that you did your yes, work. Yeah, I know that you are trained. It doesn't have to be formally educated, but you're trained. You trained yourself into writing things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you get on Twitter and you Say jump that. on somebody else's tweet with a. 240 character dissertation. And then I feel compelled to read it because I think that maybe you saying some shit in it. You don't know say shit. Because be, when I see a nice little chunk, I'm like, oh, maybe they're dropping some knowledge. Yeah. So I'll read it and then I'll be like, get to the end and I'm like, you say shit. <laughs> or that's not it. <laughs> I'll be like, no. Oh and my God, I'm going to start saving them because people be saying the dumbest shit. Everybody got an opinion. Just like assholes. I keep, listen, number one, this is definitely another tangent. Keep your most of the time we just need to keep all of our opinions to ourselves. Most of the time. Most times. Unless you got a podcast like us where you can get your opinions off. Mm-hmm. Okay, guess what? We put in the man hours, nigga. It's been two years of this shit. Yeah. We, we didn't travel. We, we didn't. Still, and still, we're still learning. We traveling. Learning. We didn't invest it. You know what I'm saying? We're putting in the work to become great at this. You know what I'm saying? To, 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 to just make it to where it is an easy listening and it's enriching to y'all. So, yeah. but these people, motherfucker, oh, the internet, dog. It's a double-edged fucking sword, man. As much as much good as it gives, it gives off just as much bullshit. Yeah. Probably more bullshit. I don't think it's balanced. It's way it's way more bullshit than real. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's uh it's crazy, man. Just then you got especially when you get in like sports Twitter or like hope black people Twitter. Black Twitter, man, you be seeing some of the best tweets and then you see some of the worst tweets like some of the people that just think they're so intelligent nah bro like, nah, humble yourself humble, humble yourself I do it listen I do it every morning like I, I know I say I'm looking better every day but I'm trying to tell you I'm humble I just, it's just a fact I'm looking better every day do you think the do you think the music industry got fucked up with the internet I feel like oh that was another one that I was going to talk about I don't think it's technically been fucked up I just think in this. Remember we talked about the the fake uh the sea of all the regular. Remember we talked about clothes and like uh, the 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 and the sea of all the mundane the the stand. It's just way more mundane. But followers. But, but as you said, the real will always pull to. The it top. will, but it's like you gotta so, sift through so much bullshit to find it. Because it used to be back in the day, we only heard the good shit. We the shit that they played on the shit we heard on the radio. Like now the radio used to be so good. But, I feel now, even if we don't listen to radio, you can still listen to whatever the fuck you want with streaming. Like, I don't have to listen to bullshit. Like, I can, if you want to. You don't have to, no. I feel like, it's, 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 so the music industry is, um, you have both arguments there, though, right? Mm -hmm. You say there's a lot of bullshit because people can just upload this shit to Mm internet. And if And, and it's like everyone's sounding like, that's the thing that I hate the most, especially, this is what I really hate. Motherfuckers taking a hit song spinning it around and putting it out like it's some new heat that's old heat 
Shout out to shout to Dot. Sample, like, sample like Tory Lanez. No, Tony Lanez does it very well, and I actually like some of his renditions. But mm-hmm. this one, Dot said it on his podcast before. Prince said it. You keep doing all this sampling, you sampling a sample of a sample. Mm-hmm. It's it's you you it's the originality. That's yes. what I don't like. I I praise and I give it up for originality. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when I see people just being followers and not trying to be original just because they 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 see an opportunity and they try and jump on it, that's what I don't like about the music game that the internet has cultivated. Like you could just copy. And you might get you might get on, you let's, might get on. Let's uh let's not use it in the sense. Ooh, let's not say the music industry got fucked up. Let's say the industry of originality got fucked up. Okay, I could I could I could say that because it's harder to be a lot more original when you're you're around so much noise, right? Yeah, like it's hard to this, it's hard to yeah, get to that place to be original. Yeah, because you kind of gotta isolate yourself to create great things, like mm-hmm. to create. Unique things, you kind of got to isolate yourself, and we're always connected so much. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's going to seep into your shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay, I can see that. I like that, Chris. Mm-hmm. I like that, Briss. You know, I uh, you coming with some takes today, boy. You know, I've been, it's been a while since we parted, so, you know, you know it's, 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 been, it's been festering. <laughs> and, you know, you got to let these things out. You got to let these, uh, yeah, you know, man. this is my outlet. This For my sure, outlet. listen, that's why I don't tweet crazy like that, because I do have the podcast, like... I don't feel compelled to tweet long, long arguments. Well, about one, I don't want to do that. I don't. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I really do. But then I don't have the energy. Yes. But I could get it off on here. I feel like it's so much fire when somebody writes a dissertation and then you just comment back like this ain't it. <laughs> you like to you like to shut people down. I just like it's not it. Or like, that's cap. Like, it's like, you know. Like the kids say nowadays, that's cap. Yeah. Like, you, somebody write a whole dissertation or something like, that's wrong. Like doesn't make sense. People are crazy out here in this world. Yeah, man. And I just, I just, um, they got a lot of time. I just want to call out the fuckery, dog. That's all I really want to do. Cause listen, even to myself, I do it. And I listen, I talk shit to myself just as much as I praise myself. I, I'm, I'm highly critical of myself. And I'm just, I just want everyone to kind of do that. And I just want the bullshit to stop. I know it never will, but it's like I'm gonna fight to the death. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a, a fighter for righteousness. And, and what's right over what's wrong till I die man and I just I hate when things are accepted when it's clearly fuckery you know so and I just feel like in the internet it just it, pro- it provides feeding grounds for the fuckery people just feed it's like oh we can cultivate it's bullshit over here and it's a whole bunch of bullshit yeah. you could just stay over here with the bullshit and people might come visit the bullshit and listen I like the bullshit we were talking about toxic television recently yeah. I like I liked some of that bullshit TV listen well, my topic toxic television yes I can't watch some of that I can love it like I started to watch Love and Hip Hop I was like I can't I can't, can't, I can't watch this I, can't I was like this shit is so fake it's so fake like Love and, uh, not Love and Hip Hop Black in Chicago one of my favorite shows I also watched The Sons of The Shahs of Sunset What's that? It comes on Bravo. It's about these Persians. They live in LA and they rich. But oh. They be doing. They be doing like. Uh, they just be living their lives, but they got money and they be getting into drama and shit. They be mm. fighting with each other. There's a there's a gay dude on there. His his husband might have been cheating, playing naked Jenga, oh. and then you know the the girl she. Had, but it, it also I like good drama. Everybody likes good drama. Yes, yeah, good drama. Good drama. You know what I'm saying? Good real life drama. Like I like yeah. like because the black in Chicago. That's Black in Chicago, I like it because it's drama, but it's like real life drama. It's tied to their real lives. It's yeah. like Ryan cheated on his fiance. She left him. He's coping with her leaving him and actually moving on. 
she didn't stick around. Wait, wait, is Ryan's lady left him? Yeah, uh, Rachel. Yeah, she yeah. did. She she don't fuck with him no more. Damn. See, see, you see how I'm gossiping. You see how chatty patty I just got. <laughs> That's the type of shit we need. I get a little bit. I get. I gotta get a little bit of that off. Come on, someone. come on, man. That's good. That's a good. little bit. That's good. Healthy. And what's another joint that I used to talk about? Um, Jersey Shore. I love Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. I'd be like, did you see Ronnie still fighting with his baby mother? Right. Try to run him Listen, over with the goddamn. If you're not a Jersey Shore fan. You missing it? I might not care for you missing. I'm telling this it is great toxic and, bullshit. And you know what? I want to go there. I'm gonna go, like another industry that internet's fucked up. Personality industry. Ooh, yeah, people because horrible. we fell in love with like way back in the early days when Jerry Shore came on. And, think about think about. And I'm pretty sure a lot of women flavor of love. Yes, like we. You were authentically yourself. Mm-hmm. There was no blueprint to the early days how yeah. to become a TV success. We fell in love with you because you were authentic. You just popped. You got on camera. And you're and a star, you, and you popped. Some people are just stars. It's Tiffany, like, Tiffany, New T- York. Yes, New York is a star. Yes, you know what I'm saying. She's a star. It's like we can fall in love with stars. You know, Jersey Shore. All of them the popped stars. in different ways. You Snooki to yes. Ronnie to Paulie. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I don't know if they had a blue pant. A blue people print. saw it and people followed yeah. it. They were like, "Oh, that's all I got to do to try to get on." And you say like love and hip hop is like we can tell like they're not stars, and, and two we can tell like this isn't yourself. But every once in a while they'll be one like Cardi B, Cardi B, or um, who do I? But really she was know? a star before she or even Stevie got. J. Stevie J was built for that shit. Yeah, Stevie J was built for that shit. Yeah, and he's a star. Jocelyn even on a level of star. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like the stars will always rise. Yeah, but I just hate having to sift through so much bullshit. And that's that's just tough too. God damn! Come on, come here. I'm getting older. I ain't got time to be wasting <laughs> on this shit. I mean, uh, I don't know. Like I love, we all love watching trash. TV. See, that's why I liked. That's why I liked back in it before, like before the internet. When we received the shit, it was already the product. Yeah. It was already that good dope. Yeah. I didn't have to do the bad <laughs> dope. Like shout out, and we were talking about this. Summer Walker. We're not gonna bash Summer Walker. But we, her manager was on, shout out to Joe Budden Podcast, and he was talking about she's still a new artist. She needs artist development. Her performances are growing. They're getting better. Bitch, why'd you come out if you ain't ready? Facts. Don't perform if you can't perform. But that might, that is also... You're part you're of being greedy. You're being greedy. You see that, you see that, you see, oh, the music is catching on. We got to put her out there. She And you knew she wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. You knew that she would go on Jimmy Fallon and fucking look scared. But guess what? Y'all were greedy and y'all saw the money and you said, we're going to throw her out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, she could probably grow into it, but you got to develop it. Mm-hmm. You got to you gotta nurture it. I agree. If you, Maybe you're a great recording artist, but you're not a great performer. You got you to gotta nurture your performance shit. You think Beyonce was just Beyonce? No. Mm-mm. She fucking nurtured her fucking she talent. She did motherfucking. <laughs> Shout out to the old days. She, she did, I'm pretty sure they did motherfucking... Uh, Mall shows. Remember they shut down the mall. That I went. I, I, Beyonce came to Springfield Mall back, and that was the first. I, I fabricated a story of Beyonce winking at me because I was standing up on a chair and I was waving, and I think she waved back, and I said she winked at me. But I'm pretty sure I made that memory. Okay, but she was at the mall. She did come to Springfield Mall, and all you had to do was donate like some canned goods, mm-hmm. and then you could get an autograph. Destiny's yeah, a lot Destiny's child. Yeah, they don't do that. I mean, granted, like mall shows. You're right. They, they can't. Do. I'm granted. I'm pretty sure you can't do mall shows anymore. Like that's. They can't they did, down a They've done some in Potomac, not Potomac Mills. Uh, what's the joint? Crystal City, uh, Pentagon, Pentagon. Okay, well, a few years know. ago, I don't know. It was a while ago. But I mean, she's pretty, pretty. She's pretty too big to do that. Oh yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah. we talking about developing yeah, artists. Yeah, you have to start develop, there. You got to start doing shows like yeah, even, even in, uh, intimate intimate shows like you know in a small club or yeah, something. Yeah, what happened to Unplugged, MTV Unplugged, and shit like that? Where you could just 
get on your instrument shit and just fucking acoustically. I mean, they have um, the NPR Tiny Desk. That's that's one. But see, but even people that get to the Tiny Desk, they're already pretty polished. Yeah. Like Summer Walker's Tiny Desk was probably one of the her good performances that I did kind of see some of. Mm-hmm. She because it was it was small. All she had to do was sing. Whether she was nervous or not, just sing. Sit down and sing your song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you, what, what what how do we get here? Because you said um. And the internet yeah, fucked uh, up. Uh, originality or like uh, stars, like you know, you was talking about love and hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said like the, the trash TV, like stars will always rise. Yeah. So you know. So. But yeah, like, and then I said like just I missed the good old days when when we got the product, it was the good dope. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't have to. I didn't have to wait. For, you know what I'm saying it wasn't that bullshit stepped on. It was. It was good. It was already what it was supposed to be because they had put it into time. Now, I got to see you through all your stages. And I like seeing the growth. Yeah. I like seeing growth. But I do want you, when you, when you introduce yourself, you don't got to you don't gotta present the bullshit before you get to the good shit. You know what I'm saying? Just work the bullshit out. We actually, I think the consumer actually likes seeing I don't like it. a diamond in a rough and then coming to the person that they are now. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. that's why we... We fell in love with but Cardi see, B. But that diamond in the rough is still a diamond. Yeah. I feel like it'd be fucking rubies. No, no we can rough. see. Okay, we can see a star in the making before it, the star is there. Yes. That's why we fell in love with Cardi, Cardi B. Because on Instagram, <laughs> she's a I star. Was, I'm a stripper hoe. I'm a stripper hoe. I was like, I like her. She's a star. That's why we fell in love with. Yes. Even yeah. though she wasn't Cardi B now, but like she, you saw the potential. Yeah. But I think I, they gave us Summer Walker off bucks. I didn't. I, maybe I didn't follow her that much. I heard that one song where she was on. Uh, Honestly, I'm trying to girls. Girls need love. Girls okay, but like, yeah. sure, but they they gave us a f- semi-finished product before. Yes, 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 yes. Listen, and this is not Summer Walker Batch. Yeah, yeah. I actually enjoy her music. I listened to the mm-hmm. joint with her and Bryson Tiller. Pretty, I just added that joint to my life. But I'm just um, the internet has ruined some things, and we just getting it off our chest. You know what I'm saying? This model talks. You know how we do. Yeah. Give you what y'all need, not what y'all want. And uh, are we in this category? As a internet provided this opportunity to create this podcast, like yes, a, yes, it did. We, know, we're getting it to more people. Yes, yes. So like, and they've seen us grow. So yes. like, I understand what you're saying. They've seen us grow. Yeah, we've been we're we're, we're diamonds in the rough. We are diamonds in the rough. We took we took a, we're we took all a stars. Side. We're all stars. Yeah, 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 but we have to work on getting our star. Oh, I got a little like a little like a trippy. Little, we're all stars, but some stars are very far away and you can't see. They don't shine that mm-hmm. bright. You gotta kind of get closer to them. Some stars, some stars are closer to you, so they seem brighter. But some stars are far. We're all stars. We're all stars. All grains of sand. But they say the more stars in the sky than grains of sand on the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we're all stars. But it's just some stars. You know what I'm saying? Shit. As long as you get me, I could die. But as long as you understand who I am, at some point, I'm fine. I'll, I, listen, I'm good with getting the accolades after I'm dead. You don't got to praise me now. They don't even gotta understand what we giving them right now. But, but as long as bitch, but if a bitch try to say something crazy about you. And at the interview me, I'm cursing her ass. Oh yeah, she a dog head bitch. She a dog head. Wait, bitch. can we? Okay, we'll we'll conclude the topic. But I think we should talk about this. This is something that went on, and we kind of have an opinion about it. Um, respect and, and love to Gail King for all the work she's done in the space that she's done it in. But Snoop Dogg came to her, and a lot, of, and she she deserved critique for that statement she made about Kobe Bryant. No, not the statement. I think her line of questioning. And the way that she asked the questions was sick. It was it was not that had no cooth or whatever, whatever. It wasn't it wasn't she didn't have any taste to it. 
And she, it felt like she was attacking a dead man. That's how I felt. I was like, he's dead. His daughter's dead. The whole family's another family's dead. Families are broken. And you're attacking this man and attacking his friend posthumously about some shit that she she said. Nah, I, I never witnessed that, and I don't think he's that kind of man. You started attacking her for it. Yeah. And it was a sick clip. But and then Snoop went and said said what he said, and Chris said, "Yo, if you attack if you attack one of my brothers, you a doghead bitch." And I was like, "You know what, Chris? I like that energy." And I and I don't disagree with the name calling because sticks and stones, motherfucker. But the threat of violence is not a stick or a stone. Mm-hmm. That's violence. Mm-hmm. So I disagree with Chris on that. If, if if y'all talking about one of my niggas, and I know they're good men when they die, you know what I'm saying? You a doghead bitch. And you agree with me? Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The only part I don't agree is like when he said we're gonna get you. Yes. Because we know there's Looney Tunes out here in the Correct. world that might try to fucking Correct. fuck with her. You Correct. Know? So if you're not aware, you should be at this time that Snoop Dogg has some comments for Gail King when uh, she's off the clip of her interview with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant, and he has said some things, called her a dog-headed bitch, and blah blah blah. Says <laughs> and recently he was on the Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith and her mother. I don't know whether it was there. I didn't watch it. I did watch the whole thing, but the clip came out of them, which it has seemed like. The Red Table Talk is an outlet for anybody that's fucked up and they need to come and explain themselves, like the principal's office. But it seems like he came on there to explain himself and to get reprimanded for his comments. And I will say from watching the whole clip, that was only a short part of the clip. That's the thing about clips. You think that's the whole thing of the interview. They had about 32 minutes. And that that first part of it where they were kind of checking him and talking about how they felt about his it was probably only about two minutes, mm-hmm. and then they got into why he felt that way, how he how he felt like it should have been handled better, and then they got into his life and you know what I'm saying the things that he'd been through and how he became who he was. So, so yeah. So one thing that um, I haven't watched, it, but one thing I can say is that you can't tell people how to react. Mm-hmm. Two, this was his interview and his clip came out maybe a week or a week and a half after Kobe passed. Three. Mm-hmm. Kobe passed. Four. Snoop was friends with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not reprimanding him for calling him a dog-headed bitch because at the moment, if he felt like she was a dog-headed bitch, I would call her a dog-headed bitch too. Like if you talk, she says that like, tell you. Granted, you know when your time comes, you mm-hmm. know it's 80 years from now. I'll be 120. Yeah. 120. When time comes 80 years from now, and you've done a whole bunch of good things, but stay harp on that bullshit. That bullshit, you know, the incident. The incident. I'm gonna call you a dog-headed bitch yeah. too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like not even a month or time has yeah. passed. It's fresh. I'm still grieving. Yeah. I'm gonna call you whatever. I'm Especially if I live the rest of my yes. life as a good man, yes. and you want to talk. Now, if I do this shit five more times, talk about it. Oh yeah, get out the way. But. I do agree with you on that yes. because that's you know, one thing I see about humans. They they always want to talk about the negative. It, it could it could be a little like that was that was an incident. We all grow and learn. We have fuck bad things happen to us. It's about how you bounce back and how you recover. And that motherfucker Kobe bounced back and recovered yes. amazingly. He went on to be a champion, a good father, uh, a fucking a fucking philanthropist. He did good a things for people. For women, a cha- he he rooted on women's soccer. Women's sports in general. You saw at his at his funeral, he had women come and speak 
at his funeral. Guess what? That that wasn't something that wasn't cap like the kids say nowadays. Yeah. That was genuine support. He used yeah. to text these young women athletes and tell them and encourage them. It's like, nah, this is these are the greatest talking about the women's soccer team. This is the greatest sports team. This is the greatest sports team the, the US has to offer right now. They're a prime time. Mm. They deserve more money. Cause you know why? Because he had daughters. And and that was his world. So for you to attack him about an incident where he was he was proven innocent. If if like if he girl. had fucking abused and, and raped that woman, do you think it would have let his black ass go? No, they would. They they listen. They take down athletes every day. What are you talking about? Mike Tyson. They sent his ass to jail. Tupac sent his ass to jail. You don't. You do wrong. The system punishes you if you black. Fuck you talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what status you are. They can't wait to take you down. Sure can. What are you talking about? You thought you thought they. Yeah. Oh, he's Kobe. We're gonna let him go. No, they're like we gonna get this nigga now. And he wasn't even Kobe. Kobe then. Fuck out of here, dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to get passionate about, but it's like I just I know human nature, and human nature is to tear down people and to shit yeah. on people. You and, know. And granted, she apologized and said she wasn't there for the editing. I and I like the apology because she needed to do that. Well, of course she needed to do that, but uh, again, I said before 2020, I have no feelings for people that do things and then they try to double back and apologize for it because you have too much, too many. Ch- uh, channels for it to get out to the internet, the internet as we speak about the internet on this episode, right? So you did the interview, you knew you did the interview, you knew that questioning, uh, you did the questioning, so stand by it. But I would also think that you know, and I had this conversation with Mecca. I understand you're not in the the, the editing room, granted, mm-hmm. but I would assume that. If your name is attached to something, <laughs> I would like to. Yeah. I would like to know what you're going to put out to the world, even if I'm not posting it. What you're going to put out to the world before it hits the world? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be shocked when I see something. Did like, she see my shoe? Yeah, like you were genuinely, genuinely shocked, even though you asked the questions. You was there. You did it. But regardless of that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you were there. You know what I'm saying? Like I just think like me personally as me. Like, if I'm going to put something out that could be shocking or salacious with this podcast or anything with my name attached to it or anything of yours or Dot's name attached to it, Mm -hmm. I either give it, let you guys know ahead of of time. Mm -hmm. So you can either be like, nah, I'm I'm not okay with that or no, cut it out. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, the person that edited it, the intern or whoever did who edited it and put it on the internet... They're not getting canceled. Nope. They're not getting called dog-headed bitches. Nope. They might get fired, but they're still unscathed from this. Nope. The person that gets... Gail King, you're the person that's getting killed for this. So if you weren't trying to be malicious in your intent of the questioning, that's fine. But you should at least have... I would hope this is a teachable moment where you could be like, you know what? Let me get the last product. Let me see the last product before Yeah, this especially when it's some sensitive like that. Yeah. And you even say you like the question I understand the question had to be asked. asked yes, it's course. It's of because course. Because I even I even alluded and said something about it on the podcast. I was like the, he only had one blemish on his record and of course I said that because I knew that people were going to talk about it. They were going to they're going to call out the bullshit. They're going to call out that incident in his life. So I understand her asking the question, but it was the way that she asked it. Yeah. And the way that she seemed like she was attacking Lisa. I'm like, why are you coming at Lisa? When Lisa said how she felt about Kobe, she was like, well, you know, you wouldn't know. Yeah, man. You wouldn't really know. That's all it is. Like, it just was sick. It's, it's just, it looks nasty. 
and options are everything. And then we'll, you know, horrible optics. Horrible optics. And then you're apologizing for why am I apologizing for what a nigga did? Like the the person that edited it. Granted, I didn't see the interview. Maybe they took different clips, uh, different parts of the interview and put it together or whatever. I don't know. But it just looks nasty. And the only person going to kill is Gail King. She might have had good intentions, but you get killed for it. Yeah, she should have got killed for that. Though. Yeah, that's it. You know, and it doesn't feed well into your and yours and Oprah's narrative. Nah, about how you have like I said, they they've been under fire about it, the, but they need to look at themselves. Like I feel like they've been above reproach for so long, but that no one is above reproach. You know what I'm saying? We 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 look up to you for all the things that you've done in the space, Gail King and Oprah, but. You have to hold you accountable for your for your biases. You know what I'm saying? Your friend, you someone that you are in, in pictures embracing. If Chris, listen, if it come out that Chris is a fucking rapist, I would denounce him. <laughs> yeah. If it comes out Get that Chris, out the way. if if it comes out that Chris is a murderer, or if he touches, if he does it's any okay. foul shit, it's I will okay I will I will be like, yo, that was my nigga, but I didn't know he was into that, and I can't stand by that. And I'm sure if I did some shit that this nigga can't really stand by, he would do the same. He's like, okay nah, son, I, I can't stand by that. It's okay to say I don't fuck. He hurt. Him. If Chris hurts people, I can't stand by him. It's okay. And if I hurt people, I wouldn't expect anyone to stand by me because those actions are not condonable. You see how we do this all full circle? Yeah. Unconditional love. Oh yeah, see, because there's conditions to my even my friendship. There's conditions. Yeah. Shit. You talk bad about me, I might accept you back in my friend. Because, you know, people talk bad about people. But, you only get one time. If I hear about hey. it twice, sorry, I can't hold you. But that was a little negative. Oh, well, it wasn't negative. It was an honest talk about me. Yeah, man, honest. But uh, I just, you know, I just had to ask these questions because the internet is just so foul. The internet is... Uh, and I don't want people to... I don't want it to become normal. I don't want it to be normal, Chris. That shit not you had normal. You idea. You said... Just like in porn, <laughs> when you click on it, it says this is for eighteen only. Mm-hmm. They should do that for internet. Well, it never happened because I was on the internet I know, when I was I eight. Know. Chris, I got the internet when I was eight. I said I, it probably wouldn't happen, but it should happen. There should be a sign before you click on Google Chrome hmm. or in, no, no, maybe no, Twitter no, no. or whatever. Like, is that in the? No, it's not in the terms and conditions. But you just, before you click on it, like, look. Before you get into the internet, we're in, the internet is not liable for what you see. Oh yeah, I mean they're not liable right now. Exactly. But there should be a disclaimer. But there should be a disclaimer that you might see some wild shit or some terrible opinions on here. You're for sure gonna see wild, terrible opinions. Yeah. <laughs> like that's now, a guarantee. You're gonna see some. Listen. And if I got that disclaimer, I think I would be okay with Twitter in general has scarred me. Like I've been. Not ruined, but I've been I love Twitter. corrupted by Twitter. I invested in okay, it. but think about old Twitter. Think about twenty twelve Twitter. Woo! I seen shit on there that I, that like that, was a wild that I can't unsee. You that know what I'm saying? Wild, wild I've seen just, just, but the internet in general. I've seen a lot of shit that I can't unsee, and it fucks with me a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's all. Well, we love the internet. It's provided a lot of great things. A lot which, of cool things. But with, with a lot of um, with everything, you have to be critiqued. You're not perfect at everything, and you have to be able to understand and take criticism. And we're criticizing the internet, but you still provide us with all the opportunities, the experiences that we probably wouldn't have if we didn't have it. So we love you, we hate you. We love you again? And we love you again. No, we love you, we hate you, and we hate you forever. Well, I love the internet. You know, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have internet. That's very true. So shout out to the internet. But you still can, we can still criticize you. 
course. So, That's how we rock. Um, if you guys think of uh, any uh, industries that's been fucked up by the internet that we haven't touched on, I mean, we was all over the place today because, you know, we, we, we getting back into the game. we do what we want. We're getting back into the game, you know what I'm saying? we just shooting back, you know, passing the ball back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's like, you know, we're doing full court run, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hit the gym real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let us know of any industries that you thought was fucked up by the internet. And we'll, we're going to have this conversation. Yeah. We'll be right back. And we're back. So, I'm going to change it up. Uh, I'm changing up the format podcast going forward and I want to get off the hilarious yet uh, negativity of Florida because Florida is just going to continue to Florida and I you know I don't want to breathe that energy going in for, uh, forward but if you want to check out Florida just look at your news at any point Florida is not Florida shout out to the state of Florida but going forward I'm going to start showing love to uh, people we know, um, or people we don't know, people that I've looked at, you know, I follow on their socials or I follow their path, even though I might not say things like that. I want to give them flowers on their business and entrepreneurial spirit, and I want to give them the flowers that they deserve, even if they do or do not listen to this podcast, because I want to speak this energy out for them, and I'm rooting for uh, black people. Yes, sir. I'm rooting for us to take back, um, you know, take back, you know, our power and in this business, you know, this is capitalist USA. So, you know, we might as well use what we have in our, in our, in our grasp and get the money. So I want to use my platform I have with uh, me, Terry and Dot to give light and give some flowers to those people, especially because I either I know them or I'm checking them out for a little bit. And uh, this is a great opportunity that if you have anybody that you want me to check out and you want me to, want me to big up on the podcast, um, you can send me their information and I'll take a look at them and you know we can get them on. Um, I've shot them out during this period. So for the first annual you know, Give the Flowers Award, well not award, but Give the Flowers segment on Mago's Talk Podcast, I want to give it to a uh, friend of the show, um, an entrepreneur spirit, a business lady, a friend that is hilarious. Um, she shows my one of my good men love. Um, her name is uh, Lauren Holloway, aka Miss uh, was Miss Smiling Big. That's her Twitter. Yeah, Smiling, Smiling Big. Big. I can't think of it. I think, I believe it's underscore. Yeah, underscore Smiling, Smiling Big. Smiling Big. Uh, you see her. She's all over Twitter. She's all over Instagram. She is a personality. She's from D.C., from the home team. She shows love. She's a friend of the show. She's, you know. Friend of the show, for sure. Do you want me to? Uh, so her uh, Instagram is Smiling, S-M-I-I-L-I-N, Big, Big, B-I-I-G. So two eyes and yeah. Smiling. And two eyes and big. Yes. So shout out to Lauren. I mean, recently she uh, launched her business, Red Pen Revamps, which is a, uh, a resume, cover letter, and copywriting editing business. And especially in corporate world where black people are starting to thrive and be, you know, forces in it, this is important. And um, we've all applied to jobs, especially them fuck ass jobs that ask for cover letters. Still don't know what, don't know why they do that. But regardless, um, 
she she takes the hard work. She does the hard work of writing it, revamping it, you know, doing it for you. Especially your resume. A good resume will get you in the door faster than um, besides knowing the person or the uh, HR people involved or the hiring manager. A good resume is eye catching. Um, a good resume will get you in the door. A good resume will uh, catch the eye of the person that's looking at the person uh, looking at the job posting. Mm-hmm. Will get you that initial call back for sure. Listen, um, just to interject because mm-hmm. um, that that is really invaluable, man. You give them a short, concise thing where all your act like mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it, it gets you in the door where mm-hmm. you need to be, man. Um, so I just want to salute her and her business aspect and. Uh, I want you guys to go and check out her Instagram at uh, her business Instagram at Red Pan Revamps, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. Her website is a uh, Red Pan Revamps um, Check out her prices, especially if you got a whack resume. You know, like me. Yeah, I mean, not everybody has a lot of corporate experience or a lot of job experience, so it's important to highlight your strengths. And sometimes it's difficult to do that when you you were a cashier. But or you was a uh, somebody that welcomed people, um, a hostess or something like that. You know, a lot of those things is difficult to translate into the corporate world. But I haven't had my uh, resume revamped from her yet. But I will do when it's time to get back into these uh, job applying streets. I'm gonna check her. I'm gonna send her my business. Um, yes, sir. It's a skill to take the little and make it bigger than what it is. Um, so shout out to her. I value you. I pray for your success, and we gonna get this money together. You know, as a as a black community. Um, so, as the first initial person I give flowers to this week, um, it's going goes to Lauren, Mrs. Smiling Big. Yes, it's sir. Up to you, Terry. All right. So, thank you for that, Chris. Shout out to Lauren. Keep doing keep doing your thing, girl. Um. So. For spiritual segment this week, I kind of have like a question, and um, a lot of questions, and it's uh, it uh, surrounds it uh, it all focuses around confidence. So confidence, where does it come from? Your confidence, what is it founded in? Is it a product of results? Is it a product of reactions? How do you feel about yourself? For me, it changes. I feel about myself differently from day to day. How do the people that are attracted to me make me feel about myself, the people that I surround myself with? Do you feel like you're not really all that good or worthy or a prize? You know what I'm saying? Do you? Sometimes I don't feel like it. Um, What have you really done that's great? I ask myself this question all the time, man. I want you to ask yourself, what what can you do to make yourself a great person? You know what I'm saying? Because I want all of us to be great. And... Without, qu- without asking these questions of ourselves, and especially when it comes to your confidence, we, will never, we really won't accomplish anything. Confidence is just so key to this game of life. You have to believe in yourself. You have, to, you have to ride for yourself. And you have to make sure that your confidence is sturdy no matter what happens. All these, all these hits that we take through life, you have to make sure that you remain confident in yourself. And I don't know where you find your confidence in life. Maybe you need to ask yourself that. I ask myself this question all the time. Like, where does my confidence come from? Is it something that is God put in me? Is it something that I get from the outside world? Is it something that I see from all my, my accomplishments or the, or, the, or the results that I see from the work that I put in? So I just want us to ask ourselves this question as we go through this week. And I want everyone to be great, y'all. I want us all to 
find our way and be great. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all we want. That's all I want from black people in general, especially millennial black people. You know, my my age group. We're we have the blueprints from our forefathers, our foremothers, and we need to take that and continue to run off and get go get the bag. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yes, sir. I like that. Be great. Yeah, man. Everybody. Everybody. We're rooting for y'all. So, uh, remember, we're on Mazel Talks on Twitter. We're on Mazel Talks on Instagram. Uh, you can send us questions on Pod at gmail.com. We're on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, we're not on SoundCloud, but iTunes. Um, iHeartRadio and all the other subsidiary podcast platforms. Subsidiary. I like that word. Um and remember, man, on the path to player them, there are two rules. Stay true to yourself and stay true to the code. We'd like to say thank you for uh like to say thank you for listening to another episode of Mother's Talks and we should see you next week, man. Peace. Yes, sir. Shit, but bitches and money. I passed that weed like I studied. Bury me in fire and watch me Phoenix. Highway to heaven, I'm taking the scenic. You tied to the track on my train of thoughts. And controlling my thoughts is like taming sharks. And these hoes wanna kick it with me, I'm a sensei. And I got fat pockets, you niggas in shape. Tools on deck, tattoos.